is the Chronicle Podcast, a podcasting platform where you listen to candid talks, sports entertainment, special interviews, hearts to hearts, and many more. With us, you get to listen to inspiring conversations with various brand owners, celebrities, artists, and many other personalities. Also, we bring to the table listening pleasures such as games and functions and other activities by many talented personalities. We are the We are reality. Hello and welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lyon. It's Monday and you know what that means. It's time for the Pro Wrestling Talks. Today it's very important because it's the first day of the week. So we are chronicling all the things that have happened the past weekend. It's been a crazy ride and I know you're going to stick by. Joining me here also will be my co-host. You know him. Toby, Toby's gonna be here with us. So, without further ado, we just have to just what we are gonna talk about today. Today, we are going to dwell on history. I mean, history in pro wrestling, milestones that's going on, like things that you can't just wait. This is a must listen episode. You don't wanna miss this. This is gonna be great. So, stick around. And I, I promise you, it's gonna be a show you would always want to re listen. <laughs> All right, so Toby is here, and we're talking about history. I mean, pardon my voice, man. I mean, I'm having some truth, but we move because this show is a promising show. We have to do it for the fans. We have to be there for the fans. I mean, the just concluded Royal Rumble. That to me was history on its own because this happened live at the Dome at American Center, American Center, the Dome at St. Louis. Also, with over 44,390 fans attending live in St. Louis, with matching uh, matchups like the Royal Rumble matchup, both the men and women, this took place January 2019 and 22. I mean, we had returns, we had surprises, um, old and new, the women matches. I mean, incredible matchup, Roman Reigns versus Seth freaking Rollins. I mean, Brock Lesnar versus um, Lashley. We'll get to talk about this history, historic matchups that happened. Also, Monday Night Raw, unforgettable segments and se- uh, segments that happened and matchups. We can't even forget this past Friday, Friday Night SmackDown, where we had um, Ronald Rousey make a Royal Rumble um, opponent announced and a Royal Rumble opponent. You can't even forget the epic matchup between CM Punk and MJF. I mean. Those two have been breathing down their necks, uh, each other's necks for the past few weeks. So it was crazy to actually see that match unfold right in CM Punk's hometown of Chicago, United States. I mean, this is someone that has left pro wrestling for uh, seven good years, tried other sports, the USC and um, movies, getting himself involved in so many things. And it was great seeing him come back to pro wrestling under the uh, wrestling uh, company banner of All Elite Wrestling, AEW. So CM Punk actually making that miraculous return 
to pro wrestling, not to the former employee, employee which is WWE, but AEW. And that matchup was actually like two generations. The MJF, the current, our current uh, generational talent, and CM Punk representing the older version of wrestling fans. So history was just played out this week. And also, we can't forget the Black History Month. All of these who want to fuse it into today's show. So, uh, without even wasting much of his time, I want to give um, Toby the platform to tell me what he felt after the match between Lashley and Brock at the Royal Rumble. Toby! The, in, the, the incredible thing. And to, yeah, it's it's the craziest thing was that we it, like the the story the story going into this match was Heyman was fired and Superman punched by Roman Reigns and wasn't allowed to go anywhere near the tribal chief. Now the tribal chief interfered in a match between his client, uh, um, uh, Brock Lesnar, and now he's asking him to give him the world title. And Heyman actually gave that title to, uh, to Roman Reigns, which he used to, uh, to hit Brock with it. Now, you want to ask, where was the referee? The referee was knocked out seconds before Roman Reigns came from nowhere. So, guy, like... How, like, what was going to, how would uh, Heyman just switch? Like, it's crazy. The switch, the switching for me is what, like, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, that was his story because in the span of few, in the span of how many weeks, he was now working for both Brock and Roman Reigns. Like, how, what can you say about that situation right now? Now, talk, still on history, after that situation happened, hours later, still on that same show, Brock came number 30 on the Royal Rumble, the main Royal Rumble match. Now, if you're a casual wrestling fan, so you don't even know what you're talking about right now, a Royal Rumble match has a participant of 30 people. Now, these people come in every 4-4 four, four minutes, the time will count down, and another entrance and another person enters via entrance. So Lesnar, after competing in a world title match and losing, was able to draw number 30 and still um, have the Royal Rumble match. That was the main event of the show. And surprisingly, it was part of the remaining two people, which was him and uh, Drew McIntyre, and he won that match. Now, talking about history, man, how did you feel when that countdown and the last person you expected, the last person that you hear? 
Brock's music hit. What was the reaction right at that point? Oh my God, like it was amazing. I was shocked too because after having uh, that, that uh, uh, serious and body demanding match with uh, uh, WRC, I didn't expect him to come out again after all. So, and then winning, uh, look, we're talking about the WWE, we're talking about what we're now. It's probably the best with the team I remember. So, he always has to win, kind of, I would say, the title picture or something. So, uh, not too surprising, but because it, it's the WWE, man, like, it's what Lesnar too, you know? They go hand in hand. They got to uh, make him relevant, I would say, you know? Now, make him, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, talking about the craziness of everything. I mean, Lesnar has always, like, since he started, he debuted in WWE back to the land two or two thousand, the early two thousands. Lesnar has always been in the title picture. Even after he left the ring for years, he went to UFC fighting. He was still the champion. I mean, this guy has been hitting all corners. Now, just winning the horrible match, choosing Roman Reigns, choosing to face Roman Reigns in. At um, WrestleMania, which will be taking place April second and third, if I'm not wrong, with over hundred thousand fans for each night at uh, Texas okay. Stadium. I mean, the craziness to think that next this same month, uh, at the Elimination Chamber, which will be the seventh event that WWE will hold in the land Saudi Arabia under their ten-year partnership in support of Saudi Vision 2013. This will be the first. Um, elevation chamber that has ever taken place outside the United States. I mean, this is taking place at the Royal Rumble. Uh, sorry, um, at Saudi Arabia, and it's going to be the first time this show is going to happen on Saturday. Now, to even top it off, Lesnar come February 19, 2022, because that's the scheduled date at Jedi Superdome in Jedi Saudi Arabia. It's go is now also going to be in another title picture this time around with the newly crowned. Uh, WWE World Champ uh, Heavyweight Champion Brock uh, Bobby Lashley, Brock will be there. I believe um Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, and Madrido. I mean, in an elimination chamber match, another taxi match. Now, what happens because Brock has already promised? What happens if Brock wins this title again? Is this going to be a title versus title? Like how now? Don't even get me started. Another history that is going to happen. Two years ago. 2020, um, WrestleMania, uh, uh, I think it was WrestleMania 36, right? That was supposed to be, uh, either it was supposed to be 36, yeah, 36, yes. Roman was supposed to have a match with the current WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, Goldberg. But that match never happened due to what, uh, I believe Roman caught COVID and was sidelined. And, yeah, he caught COVID and was sidelined for like... Yeah, he had to leave. Yeah, yeah, that leukemia with yeah, it's crazy. Now we will dwell on that topic in in few seconds. But talking about that situation, now Roman has an, another historic matchup with Goldberg. Now what happens if either of them? Loses their matching, their matchup, and by this instance, losing the chance to even have a belt. What's going to happen come WrestleMania? And another thing that I want to look at is what if Goldberg actually loses and Roman retains his title 
as a tribal chief and Brock wins uh, the Elimination Chamber matchup, therefore winning the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Are we going to see a title unification matchup come April 2022? Man, what I like, how is this decision looking up for you right now over there? I know Abuja is crazy, crazy fans over there. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not going to be surprised, but, you know, it's, uh, I'm not going to see a title match between Eleanor and uh, Plenty, so, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, because people have been talking a lot about it since last year, and, uh, yes, yes, I really hope uh, uh, the Plenty win, because I want to see that epic match. Amazing. That's crazy to think about it. Now, Toby, I want you to look at these statistics. This was back there in 2017, I believe March. WWE Fastlane 2017. Goldberg defeated Kevin Owens to win yeah, the Universal Heavyweight title. Then, um, still um, on uh, 2017, fo um, fourth, um, the fourth month, Brock Lesnar defeats Goldberg at WrestleMania. 33 to win back the Universal Heavyweight title. Now, WWE Superdome 2019, that's like two years apart. Goldberg returned to WWE uh, in Saudi Arabia, this time losing to The Undertaker. SummerSlam 2019, few months removed or even a month apart self, Goldberg returned back to the U.S., to face Dolph Ziggler, winning um, the match at WWE SummerSlam. Now in one on uh, one uh, one and fifteen minutes, uh, I think in in minutes, like almost just ten seconds apart to enter two minutes. Now, look at it. Another statistics. Now, um, WWE uh, WrestleMania thirty six night one, Braun Strowman defeated Goldberg to win. The universal title now this was a match that roman reigns was supposed to be in now with covid and everything someone else took the spot which was braun Strowman. we are not going to talk about that one first still on the statistics royal rumble 2021 now almost a few months to apart goldberg returned to face drew mcintyre for the champion in a losing effort because drew retained that title. Another matchup, SummerSlam 2021, August last year, Goldberg um, was defeated by Bobby Lashley in the Legion Stadium. I, I think we had over um, 60,000 fans or so, if not more than. Now, the last time we saw Goldberg was in a winning effort against the same Bobby Lashley that won him uh, months prior to that, and this one was at WWE Crown Jewel 2022. This, I believe, this was at the Mohammed Abdul Arena, um, in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, November 2021. Now, looking back at those statistics, I mean, this is a Hall of Famer, a certified legend, someone receiving pension. I mean, what odds does Roman Reigns have? I mean, this is going to be spear versus spear with all these statistics and two years. His dream matchup. What do you think we can see come February 19 in Saudi Arabia when we will see the tribal chief 
the UAW Universal Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns versus the Hall of Famer, Goldberg. What happens if Goldberg wins to the WrestleMania match that is already fixed now for April between Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? I mean, as fans, we just have to look forward to seeing what will happen come April 19. Man, another historic thing that happened this weekend was the return of the Rowdy one. I mean, the UFC Hall of Famer. Rowdy, the, the, wait, the baddest bitch on the planet. Forget my, forget my language, but that's what she calls herself. The Rowdy one, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Coming back to WWE in the women's Wearable match and actually winning the whole damn thing. Now, yeah. how did you feel when I know for sure you two, because I for one was expecting that we finally get that one on one matchup between the big time backs, or you call her, you prefer to call her the man, Becky Lynch, the current WWE Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. And Ronda swerved that ass and chose it. The queen, the the athletic one. I mean, the one with the biggest name. I mean, the biggest female wrestler. I mean, no, no, no. Scratch that. The biggest wrestler, male or female. Charlotte Flair for WrestleMania. Man, what like what is going on right now? Um, uh, we Damn, I was so happy. Like yo. I was so, and I, I knew when she was going to win the round because, hello, who's going to win? Nobody. Nobody can be, so, can be her. So, I knew she was going to win. And she, she really shall play. I knew she was going to be that because before she left the WWE, she had a match with a shall play. When shall play replaced between, do you remember that? Toby, Toby, I, I'm sorry for cutting you short. I'm sorry for, Toby, are you there? I'm sorry for cutting you short, but I want to talk about that history between Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. I mean, Rousey came into WWE after uh, leaving UFC and ran rough shots on all of the female wrestlers. I mean, all, let me not even call, let me not put wrestlers. I mean, all of the girls in that locker room, anybody that was in that division, the women's division, she ran rough shots on every single person. The only person Rousey can't stand now to say I was able to beat. We all know who that them is. Charlotte Flair. I mean, look back at that match. That was um, SummerSlam 2019. 
Charlotte replaced right. Becky because Becky, uh, Becky uh, had a bruised nose. So Charlotte replaced right, Becky. Right, right. And my, oh my, did Charlotte give Randa a fight of her life. I mean, she gave her a run for her money. Man, do you right. think Rousey, that, um, that scenario stuck to Rousey for years? To have Rousey come back and not go for Becky, rather choosing Charlotte. Why would you think Rousey would want to risk someone that actually has a chance? I mean, Charlotte has a chance in beating her right now. And she chose, I mean, Charlotte is even, even in her best game. Rousey went to get a baby. Becky went to get a baby. Charlotte has stayed back all these years, putting in the work, becoming champion. I mean, Charlotte is the highest. Well, I mean, is she 13 or 14 time women's champion right now? I mean, do you think it was, it was a, a, a bad move for Rousey to choose Charlotte for WrestleMania? For our title shots. You know, you know, you know, after the match at SummerSlam, uh, how many years ago, uh, you know, uh, Charlotte uh, made a move on, on, uh, uh, on the Rousey that made them, uh, disqualify the match. The match is ended with no winner. Yeah, no winner. Uh, that was the year. So, uh, Monday Night Raw, after that day, uh, uh, when they have made a promise to uh, share a flow that they are, uh, that they are, they are part to cross again. They are over, it's not over yet, and she's going to come back home. So she's keeping her promise and she's back. Talking about coming back for her, man, look at this scenario. Who, like, they always say in professional wrestling or in pro wrestling as we call it, perception is reality. Who was the last person, uh, who was the last person leaving that place? After that match and after everything that happened during that period, who? Rousey. And Rousey had bruises all over her body. Charlotte left that place on scat. Man, Charlotte gave Rousey a billion of. If you think I'm lying, go back, get, grab your phone, go to WWE Network or you go on YouTube, look for Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Watch that match to its fullest. You will see Charlotte gave Rousey the beating of her life. I mean, that was the best company. Man, what are you telling me right now? Yeah, yeah. She gave her the beating of her life. And like I said, a day after Monday night, well, Ronda Rousey had a match against uh, a female wrestler, I can't remember. And after the match, she promised Charlotte to play. And that the business is not over. And she said, uh, at one day, she's still the best among all the female wrestlers. I mean, so um, what do you think Becky is feeling at this point? Because everybody thought the person is, she's going gunning for will be Becky because actually it was Becky that actually uh, um, caused her to actually leave, in a bad, uh, leave a bad test in her mouth because Becky was the one that actually took the belt from her in a controversial pattern. Um, that was WrestleMania 35. Uh, at um, New, um, New York. So, I mean, we all will think she will come for Becky. I mean, so, um, do you think the psyche of Becky right now will be down? Because, I mean, she all thought big time Becky to be the one, and now you're going for Charlotte Flair, the queen? Of course, yes. She's going to be She may not show it, but everybody knows she's going to be a see her Monday Night Raw today. But if you are looking, if you are looking forward for, like, a matchup that will be that will spill money, a money match. You can't tell me Charlotte Ronda isn't that matchup because look at these statistics. I mean, this is a 13 time women's champion, this is a UFC Hall of Famer. You can't do no wrong with those people having those two in there. I mean, Toby, we'll be going for a break when we come back. 
will dwell on the Black History Month and all we have to do right now. See you, man. All right, welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. This is still your host, Samuel Lyon. Still on the podcast with me, the one and only T. Toby. Toby, how you doing? Um, oh, my God. I'm just hanging in here, man. Uh, all right, Toby. So, Toby, February is always um, celebrated uh, Black History Month. February is Black History Month. And I mean... We have a lot of black stars in the wrestling industry, which we really want to give a shout out to. I mean, I can't really forget the one that has making impact since last year. I mean, talking about someone that has making that's making impact, Bianca Belair, the former uh, WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. I mean, I still want to give a shout out to the Nigerian wrestler WWE Apollo Cruz. We have Abatunde in there, which is Aziz right now with Apollo Cruz. We have Omas, a Nigerian from Lagos, Nigeria. I mean, we have EJ Ezra, still working for Major Leagues Wrestling, um, MLW. I mean, guy, like, we going back to UFC, we have, um, you, you talk, I'm talking about Adesa, yeah, talking, guy, like, who do you want to give a shout out to right now? I'm talking about Black History Month. Yeah, we have a lot of them. A lot of black, especially Nigerians, you know? Yeah. Polo Cruz, even in US. We have Kamaru's man. A lot of African, like African born, maybe nine, uh, American born, grew up in them, but they are, they are all, their parents are all uh, Africans and Nigerians too. Like Israeli Sonya parents uh, are Nigerians, Kamaru's man parents are Nigerians too. And Apollo Cruz, they're from Benue State. Like how proud of you? Uh, uh, like how proud are you of these uh, of these people? Like because of course, I mean, um, they have been champions. Like Apollo Cruz, uh, uh, lost his uh, title, um, not too long ago. I mean, he was the Intercontinental Champion. I mean, guy, like how proud are you of champion? Like how does this? How do you look forward to this month? Like how do you get affected by this? And you're like you look forward to it. I'm like wow, you're so proud of the stars you get to see and like people that people of color are representing uh, outside. In, a, in doing milestone um, shift, I mean the paradigm shift has been crazy right now. Like talk talk about the effect and the uh and the motivation you get from these stars. I mean yeah, we have a lot of them. You know they have made us proud as a Nigerian. You know they are they are they are, they are uh, making Nigerian known as a lot of uh according to uh. Apollo uh, Crew storyline in Nigerian and showing it we using African accent made a, uh, a lot of people all over the world want to know where is Nigeria, where is it from, and you know a lot of things like that. Yeah. And people who live there, and I see a lot of uh, uh, American and other foreign tourists, tourists who that, that, that come to Nigeria to come and know and learn about our tradition and so on and so forth. I mean, it's crazy right now thinking about all of this. I mean, still talking about history, <laughs> I wouldn't want to crack a joke here. So recently, um, in my university down here um, in Nigeria, West Africa, University of Calabar, um, actually, we had a fire outbreak um, not too long ago. And then probably yesterday or so, another one happened. 
that was at the history department and it's so poetic that today we are handling history on our chronicle podcast on pro wrestling talks so the funny thing is that um history <laughs> history don't repeat itself uh, history don't come repeat itself for yell or more I know you'll be like, what is he capping and everything? What I was trying to make in this sense is that history as um, history departments don't repeat history for Unica. So it's, like, it's crazy to take all these scenarios, like um, talking about um, WWE creating milestones with the women's Royal Rumble matchup, Ronda Rousey coming back, and then she's trying to make history by facing Charlotte Flair come April in front of 100,000 fans. Now, imagine a hundred thousand that that place would be crazily loud so like you can't even imagine you can just imagine you can't even fathom that so it's crazy to think and um before we uh, actually call it a show the last thing i want to for us to address right now is the rumor going around town that um shane McMahon, mcmahon um either he's been let go or actually um been done quietly or it's just rumors like man if a McMahon is actually um, let go, is anybody safe anymore in that company? Because we have had a lot of releases this past few years. Like, crazy tons of them since 2020 with the pandemic, calling it a budget cut. I mean, with a company with a huge level of backups and every backing and everything, with networks and um, with partnerships, sponsorships all around. Like, what kind of budget cut will you have like to make you release print, uh, uh, all of, a whole of talent? Where you have like talent pool, if not more than 200 talents that have been let go by the World Wrestling Entertainment WWE um, this past two years. Now, thinking, uh, like, I'm, I can't even fathom the fact that Shane McMahon might join that list like how crazy would that be if a mcmahon is actually being let go by that company yeah i just think you know uh vince mcmahon is just trying to show other wrestlers he has released he just i think he's just trying to put yo i released you not because i hate you or something i just it's just business is it's budget cut everybody know what, what happened and during the covid 19 pandemic so Releasing his son from WWE, maybe not complete release anyways, he's still a part of WWE. Maybe releasing as uh, being an in-ring performer, uh, he's still the C- COO, uh, uh, commissioner, sorry, of uh, WWE. Uh, he has, I think, uh, a little share in uh, WWE and organization, so, nah. I think Vince McMahon is just trying to prove, like, yo, if I, can, if I release you, not because I hate you, but it's just business. Yeah, it's business. I mean, it's crazy. Um, we have a whole lot of things to to have addressed, but time is winding down, and we want to keep to time. And for our audience, I mean, uh, you look forward to the next episode on Pro Wrestling Talks here on the Chronicle Podcast. We'll have more to talk about. I mean, today's Monday night, as I said earlier. Today's Monday. So, actually, you know what that means. We'll have Monday Night Raw. So, we'll give you analysis on that show uh, by this week. Also, AEW will be happening this week. Both the Dynamite and the Rampage on Friday. We'll have um, Friday Night Smackdown on Friday. Watch um, L- MLW. We'll have their show on YouTube. NWA. Uh, we'll also have their uh, show on YouTube. We even have um, Impact Wrestling on Thursday. I mean, every week is a huge week for 
pro wrestling fans. Like talking about AEW, as I said earlier, about CM Punk and um, um, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. That match was um, crazy. 40 minutes in CM Punk's hometown, and CM Punk taking the, the his first loss since coming back uh, to pro wrestling seven years later. It's crazy, but um, we'll love to have you on. Uh, we'll love to have you on next time, Toby. Of course, our co-host and number one authentic man. Um, for the fans out there, thank you so much for sticking by. We'll re um, accept your comments and reviews on the podcast. You can listen to us on all um, go, um, podcast platforms out there. I mean, Anchor is the main podcast uh, platform. You can check us on Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitchers, anywhere you get your podcast. The Chronicle Podcast is available. Check us out on Twitter uh, and on Instagram to get updates on our show and our link up. Uh, and a link will be there available for you. We are on Facebook. Our Facebook page, The Chronicle Podcast, uh, it's there. Just go check it out for links on our show and um, updates on it. Um, Toby, last word for the fans before we call it a show, man. Uh, well, it's uh, Monday Night Raw tonight. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. And uh, we have uh, SmackDown on Friday. Uh, WWE Rampage. Uh, sorry, AEW Rampage. Uh, a lot, a lot. Ring of Honor, they are all going down this week. Yeah, I'll keep watching. I mean, uh, for Ring of Honor, we can't wait to have them come back in April after going on hiatus. So it's crazy. That was Toby, our co host here on the, on the Pro Wrestling Talk on the Chronicle Podcast. I still remain Samuel Lyon, the founder and co host of the Chronicle Podcast. This was the Pro Wrestling Talks. We can't wait to see you in the next one. Thank you.